Hey Zookeepers, we are back after being off for a month here. Uh, we did have on a past guest, Aaron McDavis, and we lost the episode, but we do want to get him back. We talked about Promare, so we bring that up a few times during this episode. Um, but yeah, keep your eye out for that. We'll get him back here. It's always a great time and a good hang. Uh, on top of that, we also have Nico on as our guest today from Thought Cops, if you're familiar. Great podcast to check out if you haven't. Um, she's the voicemail queen. And as always, if you like what you hear on here, like and subscribe. So, like, follow us on Spotify, if you use iTunes or that podcasting that Apple has. You know, just give us a few nice reviews. And then finally, if you ever want to email us anything to read on the podcast uh, or give us some movie recommendations, email us at podzukipodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's podzukipodcast at gmail.com. Bye. Until Ghidra, what is Ghidra's? Ten to one, he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel, big wheel. Back when it was greasy ass curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how they used to tease him about his peasy head. Yes, yes, y'all, to the beat. Have a ball. Wow, I just realized we don't have like an intro we ever do. We just start talking like fucking <laughs> in 2000 fucking nine. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know that's when I started. Pop- what am I doing, guys? Just welcome to. <laughs> okay. Welcome to America's a- Welcome to America's only Christian Godzilla podcast, Podzuki. I'm one of your hosts, Martin oh, Felschman. Nice. Hey guys, I'm one of your other hosts who's ready to have a weird meltdown. Not even a minute into it. I'm Brandon Kirkman. I'm doing well mentally and physically. And I'm your third co-host, Luke Flip. And I'm here too. What's that? What are the trade winds blowing into the port today? It's uh, a rare, I don't know, shipment of fun. I put a gun in my mouth and pull the trigger. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Should we should we do full name or should we just go with Nico? Just Nico works. Hell yeah, Nico. It's like yeah. you know, um, like a Madonna or a Prince. Just mm-hmm. you can say Nico, but not like the. Velvet Underground, Nico, kind of like that, but not, but not racist. Yeah, that's, that's a good distinction to make. That's a very good distinction to make. Also, Velvet Underground, I think, is not a good band if you have to be drunk and high in order to enjoy the music. Well, uh, I'm like a hipster fish, if you will. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I don't know why you have to be drunk or high to like the Velvet yeah, Underground. Yeah, I like Velvet Underground. Granted, I'm usually one of those things, if yeah. not both. Yeah. So. Luke, are you That's so unrelated, bad? probably. It is in my case. <laughs> okay, just want to say. Um, so yeah, we're we're the people who tell you what to like and what not to like for bands and, uh, I guess, apparently movies, too. Mm-hmm. We have a fun one today because last uh, we have a lost episode now under our wing. We have two lost episodes, one with Eli and now one with Aaron McDavis. So uh, back into the Disney Bolt, they go with the Song of the South. Um <laughs> That's where we're keeping them right next to it. The little racist. Uh, they 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 lost. They intentionally lost that though. You just lost the other ones. Well, you didn't lose the last one, but I'm pretty sure you are the one who lost Eli's episode. Yeah, I did lose Eli's episode <laughs> for sure. I it's still the biggest mystery to me because I'm very good about taking my episodes and setting them aside afterwards, and I I couldn't find. We it started out that episode singing my song, and now we'll never get to. Hear that? How bad it would have been sounded. That's. I mean, it's a little fun Podzuki lore for the day. Um, 
but you know we'll have Aaron on probably again here again soon to get a proper recording. We watched Promare with him, and we had a lot of fun Ooh. talking about it. Um, I I felt let down just in case we never get to talk about Promare. Maybe it'd be fun to sum it up a little bit. But I, I, I felt let down by the movie because everyone talked about how it was a, a fun gay anime movie with two beautiful gay Not movies. gay at all. It, it, it wasn't the, gay at all. The, you, ha- you, ha- you have to use your brain. Like, if you have a Fujo brain, you can make it gay in your mind. And that's the beauty of it. I know I, what you're talking I, about, but it should have been gayer. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah they, that's my like, problem. Like, I, I do that with any movie. Like, this one, <laughs> I, wanted it, I wanted it fed to me. I know. Yeah. I wanted it more too, but it looked pretty. Yeah, <laughs> they even had they even had the the sequel. main characters got a case of the not gays girl on the team. Yeah, yeah. True. But they did keep their relationship pretty ambiguous too. So I think that you could have. They, they almost kissed on that frozen lake. Yeah, who? Well, I mean, she she lake, she wanted to, but his his heart burns for firefighting, not for love. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he so and he's why ace. Not fall in love with the fire, you know. Exactly. Um, so yeah, Promare we all say was pretty decently a good movie. It was. It, it's I like. I felt like I wanted more from it because of how it was built up, but um, it's not bad either. It's good. It's good. That's it. Um, but today we should just get into it. We watched a classic. Nico suggested it, and I think it's one of the best suggestions we had. But uh, a little blockbuster from 1993 called Jurassic Park. You might not have heard of it. It's kind you of obscure, heard. you know? Actually, it's pronounced Jurassic Park, just so you don't sound like an idiot. Um, <laughs> yeah, the J is silent, and this is a bad joke. Um, it's, I don't know where to begin other than the fact that it's the same year that Animaniacs came out, and me and Barbara had a big debate about that, and she was right. I thought Animaniacs what came, out? came out in, like, 1995 Maniac, okay. or, like, 96, but it came out in 1993, so. Well, yeah, it's huh. post, it came uh, out the year I was too. born. Wow, Steven Spielberg was busy with making those shows and that movie and birthing Nico. Yeah, and then in 1993, I turned to 37, so get back. <laughs> I want I want the listeners at home to think that I am six years old, but like a really cool hit boomer who actually does want re- like reformation in this country. Um, it doesn't exist. Anyways, um, with this movie. Should we just start it, or should we, should we talk about where we were all in 1993, other than us possibly being a baby? Um, uh, I, I, so I was one. Um, okay, so you're one. I was in utero for about five, four or five months of it, and then I didn't do anything else besides probably pee and cry. I was five years old, so I, I was at the theater. I got to see it. I don't really re- didn't really oh, nice. I guess, remember it completely. Like I remember the helicopter flight at the end for some reason. Most out of the movie because, like I said, I was only five, but I do know we saw it in the theater. Why? I don't know. There's also there's also the water droplet bit, like like not Jeff Goldblum's bit, like when the water's shaking from the T Rex. I remember that, but I think I remember that more from the commercials before we went to see it. Yeah, that was like the big teaser. I don't know why the helicopter scene um, like that. Oh, to be so, a '90s kid. <laughs> so Nico, it came out in June. Were you still inside of your mother? No, I was, um, out of utero. I was newborn when it <laughs> nice. was released. However, I was in utero while they were filming this movie. That's true. 
So you're much like the dinosaur eggs that we saw in this film. Yeah, I'm like the little raptor trying to get out. Um, yeah, biggest mistake of my life. Well, I wanted to ask this question I just thought about, but when you're a little baby inside your mom, do you pee-pee and poo-poo inside of her? Probably. But I don't know if it's poo-poo. It's probably just like a liquid. Because I know like when babies are born, like it's just like... I imagine. I hate that I know this. Like their shit is like not hard. It's just all liquid. So I'm imagining it's like Plus, something you, like that in you expel, God, that's You expel what you eat. So I'm sure whatever the that. amniotic fluid or whatever you would call it that they're eating... I'm sure that's not really making, like, there's not going to be pieces of corn in it. I'm not a scientist, but what if the amniotic fluid, what if the amniotic fluid's just all your baby pee after, like, the nine months? The like, animaniacs, the animaniacs stole your poop? Is that what you said? <laughs> you're in a giant snow globe, you pee poop. Oh, man. That's how it works. Hey, Piss Christ was in the 90s, right? That was, like, late, mid-90s. No, that's like that late was even 80s. earlier than that. I'm pretty sure yeah. Piss Christ was like late 80s. Yeah, I think so. All right, let's look at Piss Christ. It's uh, <laughs> what's Piss Christ? It's um this guy who pissed on his thing of yeah. Jesus he, it was it was a, a crucifix in a jar. It's very iconic. This is yeah, like the so proto cum jar. This is like oh, yeah. oh 1987. It was it was it... so. That's, I guess that's, uh, uh, that's, it's what, that's like, what Fox News used to uh, <laughs> say that the endowment for the arts is bullshit because that was like payment for that came from the endowment for the arts. But they also lumped in a bunch of uh, homoerotic Robert Maplethorpe pictures yeah. as like, oh, this is pornography too. This is also bad. Yeah, that's cool. Which those pictures are great. <laughs> Piss Christ kind of went hard. Like people got really <laughs> mad about that. <laughs> it, it, I mean, how can you how can you get mad? Like the name is so it's it's Piss Christ. How can you stay mad at Piss Christ? <laughs> hey Martin, I would like to remind you we're in 2020 where people have problems wearing a mask. I mean, people got pissed off at John Lennon for saying so the Beatles were bigger that. than Jesus. He also That's said a good that song though. Word of the world, but he said the inward part. Like, yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's yeah, a bad dude, fashion. but I will defend that song. I think that song probably should, but I like that song a lot. That's one of my favorite John Lennon songs. I'm not going to say it. We could say it. I, in my earlier, like, when I first started stand-up, I think every white, edgy kid wrote a joke that involved the N-word, but... I mean, I think we should go back to simpler times. Back in Kentucky! No, I'm not, I'm not getting encouraged We that. didn't mind certain I words. <laughs> well in st louis it's bad to be anyone right now anyways i don't know where i'm going with that we should get back to jurassic park yeah i want to talk about dinosaurs i got i got things to to say i got a lot of a lot of um thoughts about this movie yeah because i was watching a oh we're saying I think because I was watching a movie that's good for once. Barbara watched it with me, so I've watched. I will say one thing from. Her. Hell yeah. One thing in this also, movie that I did not remember at all, and like I feel like I've seen it since it came out, but I still did not remember the very opening scene where they're bringing in the uh, the new raptor, the shoot ha. Like that whole sequence, I thought the movie started yeah. with. Yeah. Uh, Alan and Laura Dern mm-hmm. digging up fossils in the desert. I thought that was the beginning of the movie, which it kind of is, but you've got that. Yeah, I mean, 
it kind of has like the movie feels like it has like three different starts but like i kind of like that about it so yeah it's, it's like you could show like where everyone's kind of at like there's like you know at like ground zero at the park so you know like oh shit these dinosaurs are for real and then it's <laughs> um like the lawyer setting up like you know bureaucracy stuff that's gonna come and then you get to see the actual paleontologists on the uh, uh, on the on the job, like doing their thing, and there's some li- little, little yeah, yeah. You do see the lawyer before you see the arch- like, the uh, anthropologist. Like the, the whole setup of that. He, they're pulling game. him in on that little raft, which like, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't get that. They dro- he was dropped in the middle of the ocean, yeah. and they had to just yeah. They even they even have the whole opening scene and setting for Dennis, which is played by Wayne Knight, who is of course Newman. That part. Oh that, yeah, so there's like four. The uh, Barber can sit with me so well. Like that's I think about the most iconic imagery of this film is that 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 freaking shaving cream bottle. I thought was the coolest thing. As yeah, a I remember that. Day. I still kind of want to have no use. Yeah, TSA would not let that shit happen. Not TSA yeah. compliant. <laughs> Be like, hey, come on, it's full of dinosaur cum. It's fine. This is a pre nine um, eleven movie. <laughs> Do you think do you think dinosaurs had a 911? Yeah, I mean, the extinction event. <laughs> yeah, there was, not... only, there was only one meteor and it didn't no. it didn't shake them emotionally. Yeah, I'd say it would have to be like a meteor like destroying like two dinosaurs maybe maybe it's like, like it's like if a meteor crushed a dinosaur like high school and like they had like a huge pep rally with like a bunch of other schools there and it was like a tragedy. Yeah. And then a bigger meteor killed everyone like immediately <laughs> after. <laughs> That's a good episode of dinosaurs. I feel like. Um, shout out to a real one. So um, they started with the yeah the beginning scene is with the one kind of Velociraptor trainer. What's that guy's name? He's really cool. Muldoon. He's uh, like Muldoon. The, he's like the white Kenyan dude. Yeah. He was yeah. dope. I, he's one of my favorite characters in it just because like yeah. he's just like. Like actually dealing with like the raptors and like knows how serious they are from like not like a scientific background but like actually like having to deal with those fucking scary ass things like yeah. I, I love it he's all business yeah he's, he's great he, he was somebody I didn't really remember he's, I love that a lesser movie he would have been the villain probably. yeah yeah but, but for this he was he was all business and he was very competent which I found just refreshing for a character. Yeah. yeah, for especially everybody in this film, like literally, it's just him and Professor Malcolm, played by very sexy Jeff Goldblum. Oh God, can, I'm gonna, like, I need to talk about Jeff Goldblum in this movie. For, it's gonna, it's gonna be a bit. It's we'll get there. Be, we'll, oh we my God, we have to wait till we get to the specific scene, which we all know is embedded into our brains. Yeah. Even, <laughs> as, a, even as a kid, when I saw that scene, I'm like, whoa, what is, what's going on? Here? That was probably um, like the first sexual thought I've ever had in my life. Is that scene? Um. They go through that. We also see the two main characters, played by Sam Neill and Laura Dern. The first commentary I have from Barbara is Lauren Dern, more like pretty lady. Um, I agree with her. <laughs> I, I agree. One hundred percent. Love Laura yeah. Dern. She looks great in this movie. I forget. Like she's oh. just like got got that look locked down. That paleontologist chic, or no? She's yeah. a paleobotanist. Oh. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. The, sh- the, the short the shorts with the with the wide legs yeah it's a good look. oh yeah she's well, got, we should just she's got guys, room to move around this is a, this is already let's go into a mock Paul's drag race 
Goth Roof Paul's Drag Race. No waiting for this. The fashion in this film is 100% a good plus. Like on you par. Got, you got little kid fashion. I mean, there's never a job. scene where they go into like a city and there's some dude who's dressed like super 90s and like the like it's the very timeless colors riding a plastic skateboard with headphones on. Everyone looks timeless in this movie. It's just looks. Yeah, mm. I mean, even like the simple looks. Like you have like Samuel Jackson playing. Um, forgot the name of it oh sam cigarette guy like barbara even point out like even in certain scenes of this like samuel jackson's looking pretty hot with that little cigarette in his mouth and a double make hair attitude like everybody 90 percent of the actors in this film very attractive Mm -hmm. yeah and the other ones are the kids so yeah i mean that's why i put in 90 percent. you need that buffer guys even wayne knight's fashion is rocking it up i'm like you know what he's looking pretty good for what he's working with oh yeah i I was sweet in in that scene in that scene that happens later, I was saying it like, ooh, it's thick boy season. The Dilophosaurus, whatever it is. Dilophosaurus. Dilophosaurus. He's skinny now. Uh, yeah, I think he got, I don't yeah. know if he got like sur- lap band surgery or anything, but he's like a healthy weight now. Yeah, he's like a oh. new man. What? Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. Shit. Yeah. I'm. I don't think he's, I don't uh, know so that they, he's been in anything for long. He probably could live off his Seinfeld residuals forever. But I saw, yeah. like, there was an interview oh, with sure. him in, like, like mid-2000s or something where he was just like, oh, he's, like, not fat anymore. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, uh, Dr. Grant, or the one played by Sam Neill, he, I think he's the only character, I think, that seems kind of a little boring in the film. Everybody else, I think, is pretty, like, well-fleshed out. Even the... Even the kid actors in this are pretty great for the roles they have. Yeah. Um, Barbara was telling me how she remembers that, like, the one girl, like, is so memorable because she just is so good at screaming and being frightened the whole time. The little girl? (laughs) (laughs) The role of a lifetime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Lex, I think, is... uh, Yeah, Lex. Lex and Timmy. Short for Lex Luthor, and then Timmy is short for also Timothy Luthor. <laughs> I would like to have seen more more of the lawyer because that dude played smarmy, like greasy dude, really well. Like he's like both like yeah, unethical, yeah. greasy, oh, yeah. and also like fat, like effeminate. Because it's the very beginning of this I movie. I like I wrote it down. There's lawyer. a lot of this. The idea of like impotence, which is something that shows up in a lot of, especially early Spielberg movies. Uh, yeah. sexually, uh, manliness, mother. I wrote that down too. Yeah, just kind of these i sexual sexual ideas, and this idea of manliness. Even like, like one that. of the first lines that uh, Alan says, where they're going down to search the computer, and he's like, "Oh, I hate computers because like doing it with your hands is manlier and correct." Which I guess they go into like. I also wrote down that does the movie say that in vitro fertilization is bad? They kind of do in a way. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. I could I could see that, but I, it doesn't seem like a main focal, uh, focal point. It's I like it's more of the idea of like science creating things it doesn't need to. The dinosaurs show up, that they completely get rid of that. Makes me... Yeah, I mean, once the, once the dinosaurs start, that's when they have all their little fun ideas go away, and it turns into yeah. a really great film, in my opinion. Because the setup for it's pretty great, but I think the payoff of the movie is that you spend so much time like, okay, here come the dinosaurs, and when they come in, they're just like full hog out, ready to go wild. 
So no, oh yeah, this this film, I I I can imagine seeing it when it came out. Like it it must have been magic. Yeah, yeah, like even now it looks really fucking good. Like I think you oh, yeah. like like the practical effects, like the actual animatronics are just a fucking marvel. Like that T Rex, like. <laughs> is just insane like like it's just like i just think about like the jurassic world movies and they look fine but like it's you can tell it's cg it's all fake but Mm. like so it just it just feels a little more hollow where it's just like these are like tangible like animatronics most of the time i think like the um you know the uh gallimimus stampede i think that's cg but I think yeah. basically everything. The first else, time you see the Brachiosaurus is CGI. Like I watched the, I, my copy's a VHS, so you can immediately notice yeah. when it's CGI versus something that's legitimately on the screen. Yeah, the, I was gonna say mm, the uh. Brachiosaurus as well, but but I know for sure like the Gallimimus Stampede was CG. <laughs> I, I had the I had the DVD growing up, and I would watch the behind <laughs> the scenes a lot, so I, I know a lot. Uh, the behind the scenes is fun. That's how I found out the sound they got for the T Rex is like a weird bass string. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, and like the raptors are like yeah, so does, so... dolphins. <laughs> Which... I, I feel like the raptors in this. Anyway, so we can get like through the story like, into the dinosaurs. Yeah, Alan and Laura Dern, they're part of a right, uh, surveying team uh, uncovering dinosaur bones of raptors, and they're funded by a man named Thomas Hammond. Is that his name? Tom or John? John Hammond. Played by Richard Attenborough. John Hammond. Played by Richard And he basically wants them right. to come and sign off on his project. That I don't know if he explains to them that he made dinosaurs. Or if they don't find that out until they start seeing them. <laughs> yeah. He's kind he of vague. He's, he's very vague about it. He's just like, you're, you're going to love this. And then he it was champagne. Like he, they, he, they get out kitchen. They get all pissed off because he opened long. it. Like we were saving that champagne, champagne, my boy. Oh, uh, yeah. It's it's one of those things where the whole movie they kind of make it seem like everybody's getting excited for it. He has this big thing. He's like, I'm gonna blow your guys' fucking mind. And I just I think the funniest thing is as Hammond brings everybody in and they start the actual theme park. The fact that it all goes to hell so quickly. I'm like, did they do any testing before they even got these motherfuckers out? Like, no. Like... <laughs> no. And that would be the same thing in real life. It actually would have gone worse. They would have just opened the park immediately and like everyone would get eaten. So Yeah. If oh, yeah. Elon Musk was running it, he would literally just like let Velociraptors into the crowd of people and be like, we'll sort it out. And also COVID-19 is not real. I do wonder why when they got <laughs> that's, that's to, why the, rewrite for a modern to the main tour eventually with the, the SUVs, why they were like SUVs with like steering wheels and shit if they were on an automated track. Why wouldn't it just, why would there be a driver's seat? Yeah. Well, I mean, also, just for the the theme park aspect of it, they do love doing the stupid gimmicky shit like that anyways, of like, ooh, I get to be in the big boy seat. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, you just let your shitty little Aiden sit in the driver's seat and you're like, Daddy, (laughs) I'm driving. There's a a Dilophosaurus. If, and if Jurassic Park like, were oh, the Shakespeare, the Shakespeare dinosaur. If Jurassic Park were real, like a, a, a kid named Aiden would definitely be murdered there first. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one would only hope and pray. Yeah. <laughs> they don't need sacrifices; they want to hunt. 
That's the whole point of the movie, Brandon. <laughs> um, they, I, what is what is sacrifice? Goats are literally yeah. what humans used to yeah, sacrifice. Yeah, not fucking watch. Like the famous sacrificial <laughs> no, animal. I was, I was just. This reminds me. Barbara also said that she imagined when Steven Spielberg was directing this and he saw the CGI that it gave him a boner. So I also had the Steven Spielberg always had a boner when he made a movie. The whole time he was making this movie, just like, "Oh, look what I'm doing! It's so good." That's how you. That's how you direct. Um, that is how you direct. Full mass. Let yeah, it point you in the right direction. That's why there should be no female directors. Um, I can't wait for somebody just to take <laughs> random sound clips out of the podcast we do just to get me canceled finally. No, you don't need to take random sound clips. You can take just any 10-second clip, and it's fine. Yeah. It's, it's what <laughs> There's I a lot of 9-11 stuff in the Mario episode. So. Ooh. Oh, yeah, we did do that. Ooh, that sounds like a good time. Ooh. Oh, no. All, wait, no, that was... That was oh. recently. We spent a while talking about how Wishbone died by having a 9-11 plane dropped on him. That's why I always wanted no, one no. of our shirts to be like the Mario Brothers movie emblem and like a silhouette that never forget underneath. <laughs> I would, um, we should do it. We bring up 9-11 so much. Oh, new t-shirt alarm. alarm. T-shirt. Oh, we bring up 9-11 so much and then it's no, a picture no, of like... No. You have, no, like, Luke's a kaiju idea. doing 9-11. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just put Bush's face on Godzilla and call the fucking day and give him 20 bucks on Teespring. Just do it. Oh, just says, death to America. Listen to Podzuki. I mean, at this point, I'm not too far off from that saying. Uh, with this going on, we are also introduced. Uh, they get into the ride... After Hammond reveals he's made dinosaurs, and they do the little coaster ride where it shows the scientists, and there's that fun animation, which is really fun. Let's be honest, I really yeah, it's a, it's a fun, the, cute little animation. I love it. Go, I yeah, love that it. Went into that. Well, Steven Spielberg kind of does the exact same thing later years later in AI. They do the whole like animation explaining something scene. That's not. Oh yeah, yeah with Robin yeah. Williams doing the voice of it. Oh no, that was uh, it was it was Robin Williams. Robin, I don't think Williams he was uh, credited. Yeah, he was, but the, he was voice. the voice in that film strip from AI. Which oh. I think that's actually yeah. one of the only scenes that Kubrick directed because it was going to be a Kubrick movie. Then he died, and Spielberg wanted it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. As a as a tribute to his friend. During the theme park ride, too, um, we're also interested uh, Doctor Wu, who's actually like a main character in the later films i think the only like reoccurring one for me is in like the jurassic world series which they're all right i i never really got into those as much as the original three the second one's pure garbage but the third jurassic park is kind of enjoyable the second one has copious amounts of jeff goldblum so that's like a that's that's enough for me frankly that's true well i I meant the second lost world movie the second uh jurassic world movie but i did see a lot when it came out in theaters and yeah that one it had a T-Rex attacking New York, but it's still such a boring movie. San Diego. It was San Diego. San Diego? Okay. Yeah, it's San Diego. I, and that is right. I forgot Jeff Goldblum does reprise his role as uh, Malcolm. Not as much weird growl laughing, though. Yeah. Oh, oh. His, his, like, I don't know if he modeled it after, like, Christopher Walken, but the way he talks in this film is divine. Just as simple as that. Like, it is so fun to listen to. It kind of defined how people would parody him for the next 20 years. 
Oh, he's just oh god, he's so hot in this movie. I could probably just talk the rest of the rest of this <laughs> podcast. I'm just going to talk about how hot he is in this movie. But like, just the way he talks, it's just like that cadence. It's like mm-hmm. oh god, yes, would would absolutely would. <laughs> they they yeah, use I, him just right too. Like he is he he never overstays his welcome. Every time you see him, you just want more, and he's always just right on point. I was kind of surprised yeah. how little he was actually in the movie because after the uh, mm-hmm. the dinosaurs come out, he's kind of not really in the movie anymore. He shows up a couple of times, but he doesn't really do anything after his leg gets yeah. fucked up. I mean, he up. does get his shit wrecked by a T-Rex. Yeah. yeah. So I get, I get Even that. though he kind of didn't need to because Alan had already done it, and then he just, like, I want to be a hero, too! And then he's like, T-Rex, chase me! Yeah, this movie has so many scenes of, like, characters doing the right move and then a character instantly doing the wrong yeah. move a- afterwards. Cause, like, <laughs> and the next scene, literally right before that, I should say, is, like, the two kids. Like, Timothy is like, okay, be quiet, let's keep it down. And then Lex is like, no, we need to get a flashlight in this T-Rex's eye. <laughs> and then shake it around. That, yeah. And then after that, that's when Professor Grant gets, or the Dr. Grant gets out, and he throws the flare to get distracted. And then Ian's like, I got this, don't worry. <laughs> and <laughs> no, that kind, kind, kind of brings up this. the manliness thing that, like, they abandoned kind of after this, but where, like, how Goldblum was kind of hitting on Laura Dern earlier in the movie. But he's 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 yeah. not a real man like Al is. He's a rock star. <laughs> Yeah, like he's he's a slight enough creep. Yeah, he's a slight creep to her, but enough where it's not bothering. And the instant that he's trying to do it, he just looks really like a big old dork. So I think that was pretty good writing on there. I did cringe a little bit when he when he grabbed her hair. I thought that was mm-hmm. kind of weird, but I wish he'd grab my hair. As you... Yeah, I was about to say he could, <laughs> he could do what he wants or needs. Fair enough. Um. As this goes on, too, so this basically gets to the part where they're all on the ride, we're introduced to all the characters, and it's like, this is when it gets really fun for the film, because I I love they don't do, like, a setup of, like, little things going wrong. It's, like, instantly, like, okay, the cars aren't working, there's a tropical store coming in, and then also Newman has to reset the entire system so he can try to steal samples for the evil Shadow Corporation, um, and then it just leaves all the characters fucked in the middle of a rainstorm at night with a T-Rex coming loose, so... Yeah, Newman's such a dick in this movie. Like he's just such a he had it coming. He's so pathetic. I think is good. He plays that really yeah. well. Like he basically kind of is Newman, yeah. like the same type of character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It is just Newman, and I I miss this because I'm tired of prestige television and movies where like every character has to be nuanced and like well thought out, even the bad characters. I want more just pure shitty characters like Newman in movies again where it's just like literally taking a shit on every scene and just being like look at what I did and like making <laughs> us watch him shit it's, oh yeah, it's he's, good he's, he's a bad person but it's also I'd, I'd say it's set up fairly believably because it's like oh I'm, I'm very in debt of course I'm going to do this bad thing to get yeah. the money I need yeah like yeah. it doesn't seem like it's just like like you said it like makes sense and it's like I just think it's funny because I remember they said like he disabled like all the electrical lights or not like lights but like electricity on all of the like like um on the fences on the fences except the raptor ones but he doesn't even get killed by a fucking raptor (laughs) he gets killed by this fake dilophosaurus like for some reason they made it like a fucking like spitting like poison dart like frog or whatever a a shakespeare dinosaur because he's got the little yes 
It's it's like poetry. <laughs> it rhymes. Yeah. yeah, it's true. That's how it works. That always bothered me as a kid. I was like, that's not scientifically accurate. <laughs> or like that's uh, what those nerds and who are like always bringing up that Velociraptors are actually like a smaller type of dinosaur. One that time. was me. They're also <laughs> feathers too. I don't I care. Think. Although I they probably didn't know that if the if the whole idea that dinosaurs evolved into birds was still kind of new at the time. Which it might not have been if it was if it came from the book. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, I do know though, like, cause, and this is also like the only pro- problem I have with the movie is like, well, how did they not think that having their DNA spliced with frogs would be a good idea? Because it's pretty known that like a lot of uh, frogs. Oh can change their sex fairly easily did they not think that like oh if we have a bunch of female dinosaurs with frog dna they might like their encyclopedias were old so they didn't have that information in there because the internet was still a baby (laughs) yeah they can make dinosaurs but it's all just it's all just hubris it's the hubris of man yeah it's the hubris of man and if you make big sexy dinosaurs they're gonna want to fuck each other like come on you idiots (laughs) that's true everybody knows that because you even you even hear hear it from the professor earlier who's like he's he's high and mighty with his chromosome talk he's like yeah good news everyone i've invented dinosaurs yeah Yeah. they didn't (laughs) he's basically (laughs) professor farnsworth also with his solutions like i love when this all goes down, everything is going to shit, and, like, they basically... Newman gets killed, Samuel L. Jackson's character, Sam, can't, like, fucking fix the computer, so they don't know what to do, and then it just cuts to, like, Hammond in the lounge eating ice cream. Like, this is... Like, That's actually a deleted scene, <laughs> where is... somehow they brought up mentioned yeah. that the freezers aren't working either, so that's why he's eating the ice cream. Yeah. Oh. oh that oh. makes sense. Oh. I, but it... I, I, I wrote this down because I definitely wanted to bring it up. I want a set of Jurassic Park dishware because oh, it looks same. great. Oh, yeah. That what the fuck did they serve they them in that meal, though? 100. Was it like squid or something? I don't know. It looks good. <laughs> they fa- Fancy movie food. It, fancy it movie just has food. to be nondescript and be like, hey, look, it's so fancy. Something that's not yeah. going to stink underneath a heat lamp all fucking day or like just sitting on set yeah. with nobody eating it. I uh, like. I should mention too. I, I'm a little bit older, like Luke, where I saw the film when I was about like six or seven, and like so many scenes are burned in my brain. But specifically that food when they serve it, and to this day, even watching, I'm like, damn, it looks so fucking good. Like I know it's a prop, but it. I want to eat that plate of food so bad. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm a rich, eccentric billionaire. I'm gonna be like, make me that food exactly. Hell yeah. Or or die because mm. you know you're rich, so you can do whatever you want. Mm. So literally killing your servants sure. and cooks. Um, anyways, the, every rich person is evil, professor, or not professor, but, uh, Hammond kind of proves that too. I um, did read, uh, some... Just sitting around eating ice cream as everybody gets picked I up. read up some stuff about this between the book and the movie, and apparently, uh, John Hammond was more of a villain oh. in the book. Like, he was never, like, he almost got everyone killed because he didn't want people to leave to talk about how bad the island is. But he's basically, like... He's misguided, but he's overall considered to be a good guy. Like, he's never wavers to try and get everybody off the island or keep everyone safe once things start going wrong. Yeah. 
I think the change makes sense from, I, I guess, a marketability standpoint. He's he's played by by very lovable character actors. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Barbara just calls I'll, him Santa I'll say Claus a, the whole he's movie. He's adorable. I wanna I wanna I wanna sit in his lap and I want him to tell me about his dinosaur dreams. <laughs> yeah, he's he very jovial nuggets. looking. He's got a yes. yeah, definitely got grandpa vibes. He, he's uh. he is I think likable more than he's in the book. Yeah. He's got yeah, like big he's... grandpa vibes. Um, got that big grandpa dick energy, and I think <laughs> most importantly. Uh, I like that even at the end of the film, he's like, yeah, this was a bad idea. Let's get out of here instead. Like, I, I like that they don't spend too much time dwelling on it or going with, like, Crichton's idea of making So they do film. keep opening Jurassic Park. too, he gets oh. killed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, but he's long yeah. dead. Because, like, isn't he on, like, Death's Doorbell, like, in 2? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah so... He either is dead he's dead he's in the Jurassic World movies. Jurassic Park 2. Uh, um, I realized he had that yeah, I I think one thing that's 2020 has made clear to me that if there was a dinosaur park that opened and killed a bunch of people, if it is an American based company, we would try to keep opening it over and over again. Yes, oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But I'm wondering, like, just tax for tax reasons, would they ever want it to be American based? I feel like might be like some. I don't know where rich people are. I mean, money. I think it would be like fill in the blank. <laughs> you know what I mean? Movie where it's an some island, island somewhere, like maybe some kind of like annex thing. But it yeah. definitely, I definitely, definitely don't think it'd be on American soil. I believe it's Rhode Island. And another thing that they that I know is a bit in the book no, that they kind of mention in the movie, especially like Nature Finds a Way, is like the dying off the island. Like the end of the movie when they're seeing the pelicans flying off the island in the book. They're watching pterodactyls fly off the. Ah, yeah. that would be such a funny but terrifying repercussion if this did happen in the world, or yeah. you just have to deal with swarms of pterodactyls. <laughs> like, how frightening would that be? Of just like swooping down and eating you and your family, and just like, yeah, that's just the world we live in now. <laughs> It'd be a cool way to die. It'd be horrifying, but like, you, people would say like, "Oh, this bitch yeah. got you." Would always have like, a great who story. Who does that? And yeah. that would be just kind of badass. It's kind of like. Yeah, poor one out for Kelly. She's in the sky getting devoured by just see, fucking winged raptors. The, see, like, having, like, why would you make a dinosaur that can fly off the fucking aisle in the like, or, like, in general, like, I know why they would, but, like, if I were, if you were smart and not greedy, like, just make, like, herbivores so they don't eat you. <laughs> like, right. That, like, that, that's all they had to do. That's all they had to do. Well, once again, it is the most American concept. Dinosaurs, like, would make... somebody's gonna want to see a fucking T-Rex. That's what I was about to say. It's my the most favorite, American sentiment ever. My favorite is Triceratops. So if I could see that, then that would be, that would that would that would be great. I would probably cry actually. <laughs> Do you, would you put your hands yeah, through that... shit? No, not I wouldn't. I wouldn't be that <laughs> excited. No. Once again, as a kid, when I saw that scene and she has those gloves going through it, and to this day, I still think like that does look kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> just to like get just to say you put your hand into a bunch of dinosaur turds and like figure no. out well you know you could you could always try inseminating a bull that involves putting your on those big gloves and putting your hand up I've tried, not you not I've a bull a, a cow no. you wouldn't need to if you inseminate a bull you're just doing works. it because you're a freak I was good. I was good. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, it's for science. Don't judge. Um, we decide, we figured out bulls I, can't I get pregnant. Favorite... Oops. 
Oh, guys, we're gonna do. We gotta do Took a new 17 segment. tries. Just for Jurassic well, we Park. We figured it out. But we should do a. We should do a favorite dinosaur. So we know a Triceratops for Nico. Um, for me, I'm gonna go definitely with Stegosaurus because I mean, fucking Spike Tail. That's so dope, man. That is. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. Stegosaurus is a good dinosaur. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, echo Nico's sentiment, and I'm gonna say Triceratops is the Triceratop of my list. Uh, oh, man. Fuck you, Martin. <laughs> fuck you. Um, I don't know. I guess I don't really care about dinosaurs anymore. But Brontosaurus is that what little <laughs> little feet was? A Patasaurus. Brontosaurus is an archaic term they don't use well, anymore. Excuse me. Yeah, that's like saying the N word, basically. So what what was that again? <laughs> Oh, Brachiosaurus yeah. is different than Brontosaurus, and Brontosaurus is the old term for Apatosaurus. But that was what Little Feet was from A Land Before Time, right? Correct. Yeah. I'm going to reset my uh, Stegosaurus real quick, because the, the one that's tied with it, but I think I like a little bit better, but I had to look it up again, is the Carnotaurus, which is the T-Rex, but it has little demon horns. So that's super cool. Oh, that one's cool too. <laughs> I also like Truodon because there's a lot there's like weird theories like that would have like if that species existed it would have been like it would have probably evolved into something with like human-esque intelligence. So people make these weird Truodon reptilian prototypes if it was like bi- bipedal and like was intelligent like a human it's super funny a, oh i've seen those pictures they're also there was a really cool. old ripley yeah. believe Scares. it or not like from back yeah. when he would publish them in newspapers about something like that i don't know if it was the same kind of dinosaur but i always thought that was it. especially because he was making those in like the 30s or the, the you know, late say... 30s but i guess that was the yeah with ripley's believe it or not i usually do have to say i believe it <laughs> That's yeah, it. I That's believe all I it. To say. I believe it too. Yeah. Anything. I mean, fucking. They bring it up. I'm down for it. Um, to get back on track with the movie, though, basically, we could sum it up pretty quickly because after everything goes off the rails, it's the the basic story of they get attacked by T Rex, they escape. Uh, lawyer gets eaten on toilet. Yeah, I think it was, uh, it was great. great seeing him yeah. uh, get eaten. Which at first, when he was about to be eaten on the toilet, I thought. That he had actually taken his pants down and was like pooping when it came out, but I guess he was just wearing shorts. And it was taking a shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's also what I thought. I, what? I what know. a great scene if he actually did that. But when the T Rex picked him up, he was buck naked. His shirt just poopy. If that movie were getting if, eaten by a T Rex, if the movie were made now, they would have done that because the CGI <laughs> wouldn't have been as expensive. Shit, animating shit was so hard to do back then. Um, there is an edit. There, uh, there's an edit on YouTube that's, um, I believe it's like an hour, two hour loop of uh, one frame of Don't Stop Believing set to the gif of the lawyer getting eaten by the uh, the T-Rex. And it is very therapeutic to watch. Um, but uh, Professor Malcolm basically gets knocked over by the T-Rex and his leg broken, but it ignores him. Um, the kids and Dr. Grant fall off. They survive one crazy Yeah, they basically dinosaurs. have to climb mm-hmm. into the T-Rex enclosure to get away from shit. the T-Rex. And then they have to, the rest of the movie is them finding their way yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But also finding themselves. Uh, we get a bunch of cool scenes of back at the compound. Uh, 
once again, Lord Dern and every and the gang trying to get everything back online. Um, this is when they start picking off the characters really fast, too, because, like, uh, at one point they realize they have to reset the whole system so they can get it back up. So, like, they all go to this, like, kind of remote location that, of course, is by the Velociraptor pit. And basically, uh, you get Muldoon killed yeah, off. Yeah, because I guess if you count the dude at the very scene, beginning, four people die. I love that scene is super movie. cool. Like, like, because it it's like in the beginning where like yeah. Doctor Grant was scaring that fat kid, and he's saying it's like you'll see you'll see her, and then like poof, two more will come from your side, and that's kind yeah. of what happened to Muldoon. Yeah. And it's like the, oh, I do. I'm glad you bring up that scene with yeah. the chubby mm. kid from the beginning because like whose kid is that? Why is the parent not saying, "Hey, Alan, leave my kid alone." <laughs> I, I thought that was part of a paleontologist's job. Like, it's checking out dinosaur bones and scaring children. I know. Yeah. I, did you guys know when I was a kid I wanted to be a paleontologist? Like, before You wanted age to be a seven-year-old paleontologist? Eight or no, nine? Yeah. Well, that, that checks out. Yeah, and then I went to, like, an archaeological... Like not an experience, an actual ar- one of those like, things? Like, some shitty fake <laughs> archaeological place in Wisconsin for a field trip, and I hated it. <laughs> so, that killed that dream. I was like, oh, I fucking hate being in the sun and, the, and dealing with dirt and shit. This sucks shit. Like, never mind. <laughs> and, yeah, when they're, they, when they're working with the brushes, that's probably the most accurate they get to that. Yeah. career choice and i hate and you like, also don't find like full skeletons like that you're finding like little pieces of a pelvis yeah mm. it's not going to be like some super intact skeleton like no like it's fairly rare but um yeah, yeah um that so i liked i liked um like the scene with laura dern and like that scary ass hallway with the raptors Oh, yeah. yeah, like that, that was really... so tense. <laughs> <laughs> well, that 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 raptor actually got me because I'd forgotten that happened. That there was a raptor inside the shed. They call it a shed, but it's really yeah, it's like a, a really... bunker. Mm. It's a good jump scare, but I think Spielberg is a good director because he keeps ramping it up. Because it's not just one jump scare, but after that, you have the Velociraptors come at her again, and like a good scare. And then the whole like arm of uh, Samuel Jackson's character falling. I laughed at that. Though, to be fair, maybe yeah. it's the t- time distance from like when the movie came out to now. Yeah. And also, I feel like that character was cool enough where he could, he kind of deserved a camera death. But yeah. Yeah. I laughed when she because I, I knew it was immediately that's what was going to happen. It was, it was going to be an arm, and then when it did, I just laughed. I think he he should have had it, but also I like that it kind of lets you you forget about his character for a little bit, so you think he's just kind of hanging around. And it's like, it gives oh. you false hope. Yeah. yeah. Well, you knew he was gonna die because, like, for some reason, although they had all those walkie-talkies, when he went to go and turn back on the breakers, they didn't give him a fucking walkie-talkie. He just decided to do it blind. I, why did they just not? Why didn't Muldoon go with him in the first place? Because uh, yeah. <laughs> that's. That drove- like me and Barbara crazy is that it the movie doesn't pass the Bechtel test, which is fine. It's the nineties, so of course it's Yes it does. Good. The dinosaurs are all female. They talk about eating the kids. 
Oh, okay, you're right. I'm a fucking idiot now. Yeah. That's actually a really good point. Well, well oh, one okay. of those kids is male. do talk so. to each other. Yeah, but one of them's a girl, so it passes. Or, yeah. no, in the final scene, when the velociraptors get picked off by the T-Rex, like, they're probably talking amongst each other, and like, yeah, hey, you ate like, my, my, my gal yeah. pal. I'm going to kill you. We were supposed so. to brunch tomorrow. Sarah! Uh, Barbara also pointed... Barbara also pointed out that this doesn't pass the uh, the give the woman a gun test, which is everybody has like guns and shotguns, and there's like a whole rack of guns, and like Muldoon runs off with a shotgun, and Lord Dern's just like, I guess I'll just walk there by myself with no giant shotgun. This is like, come on, man, give her two big shotguns. Fucking make this aliens. Oh, That's that would be cool. I kind of felt the same way. Oh, the only reason, aliens, reason I thought it might have been kind of believable because those were like. Those were like those weird shotguns with the extendo things, or like they're not. It's not just like a pump action yeah. fucking shotgun. <laughs> like, shotgun. Yeah, I wouldn't. If someone gave me that gun, I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. I'd, be, I'd probably end up killing us because I fuck yeah, off. The same way. Not. So maybe, yeah. Actually, that's that makes sense that she doesn't have a gun. Her her field of expertise is extinct plants. <laughs> Give her a gun. I want to see it. It'd be so cool. Laura Dern, but with a gun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that, that's, that's a movie a title right there. Laura <laughs> Dern with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too late to make it. I'll take um, three tickets right now. Yeah. Same. For me and my beautiful children. Um, <laughs> so they, they get everything reset. The same time they're resetting it, my favorite scene is the kids like crawling down on the electrical fence with uh, his sister and then Professor Grant. And then it turns on and it shocks him back. So I decided to look it up and see if it would kill him. 10,000 volts is actually not a lot of voltage for mm. what would be lethal to human. Um, mm. This is my favorite Wouldn't fact I think I might point out tonight. Um, police tasers are actually 50,000 volts, uh, proving that police are more evil than dinosaurs. So. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> Very inter- interesting. Learning things tonight. Mm, interesting. <laughs> Once again, police do brutality better. They just know it, you know? Oh, well, the dinosaurs like, didn't build those fences. They just want to eat you. You don't know. Yeah, don't dinosaurs, know, they're, it's just instant. Yeah, Cops are just They're just, just trying to live. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Cops just fucking These hate you. These are all you. good points. Um, <laughs> I don't need this right now, and I don't need this fucking ever, because you know what? Blue lives matter. Luke, if they, if they put you in a tiny enclosure and just kept trying to sacrifice goats to you, you wouldn't be happy. Yeah. Like, get me, yeah, get me some pizza rolls or something. I, or a gyro. That's, that's goat, right? Or is that, See, that's lamb, isn't it? Mm, get, get, get me some sashimi. Mm. See, I'd, I'd watch this movie. I'd watch, I'd watch Jurassic Park, but about cooking. Yeah, Jurassic Park, <laughs> but they gave all of the dinosaurs just giant microwave burritos, and they're all fucking just big old larders sitting around. Is they, uh, their, their burritos, <laughs> oh, the burrito like, they took a whole pig did, and I wrap it in a blanket. The cut. That's a dinosaur <laughs> burrito. <laughs> yeah. uh, so yeah, they get the power back on with that. They reset a bunch of the systems. They're kind of all chased by velociraptors inside of the compound, which is... A bunch of cool scenes, especially the kitchen scene. I think. Oh is like so God! Memorable. Yes. Like the tension is so well done, you could cut that with a good old thick ass knife. Oh. Um, once again, I don't know why filmmakers didn't figure this out, but like Spielberg, like starting out the game so strong, 
do some practical effects and puppets and then mix in some CGI and all that shit looks good because the whole mm-hmm. there's like a whole mix of like scenes where you know it's like a CGI false raptor and then like just really good puppetry that I think makes it look like even good realistic yeah. to this day. Well, this so, is also just great, great computer. Scene yeah, oh, that yeah. shit is like just. Mm. Yeah, I also I love the scene where the girl's doing the reflection, so the boss raptor hits his head against it. Because every time I watch it, I still go. You I mean, if somebody it. works in the kitchen, yeah. and and look, okay, yeah. it's the kitchen that's not being used. Probably hasn't been used, but I've still never seen kitchen surfaces that are that shiny. They could reflect. They would reflect like that. Um, it's not believable. The kitchen is not believable hey man, in this no movie. The, the dinosaur is okay. <laughs> Zero stars. The kitchen didn't have any dinosaur-shaped chicken nuggets. This film is not believable. <laughs> dinosaur-shaped chicken nuggets. Um, so yeah, oh, that's uh, what he, that's what Doc had. If you have enough eat. good boy points, then you can get a free trip to Jurassic Park. It's true. <laughs> All you have to do is not hate women, don't be racist, and wear a mask. So only three Americans will get to go. Um, good boy points oh, is what cool. Donald Trump's kid boy, his sons call money. Uh, one day. Isn't, like, Baron Trump, like, ten feet now? Dude, he, like, height-mogs the shit so out of So he just went through, like, a so growth spurt recently? I remember when he was first elected, what if, he was, like... His, his end... He looked like a child. Yeah. I guess he probably still is a child. He's so... Yeah. so no, he still man. looks that like happens. a child, but a really freakishly tall one. It probably happened to you, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Baron Trump. I keep yeah. hearing how, like, Baron apparently goes on Roblox and Minecraft. I want to know what his username is. <laughs> Fuck Donald Trump, probably. Dude, could you imagine being, like, a teenager and we all went through that stage where, like, we, we hated our parents, but then you go online and you find out the entire world hates your dad, too? I mean, he, I feel like he too. knows that the entire world hates his dad. I don't think it's, he needs to go online to see that. It's got to be kind of liberating, I, I hope. Yeah. Not Raise your hand if you I, hate I your did dad. When I was in like middle and high school, right. I hated my dad. Well, like, I have but, a weird relationship. You know, that's just one of those things. Yeah, and now we've come to find our differences are actually what make us beautiful, much like a Velociraptor getting eaten by a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh yeah. Which is how I'm going to tie it back. <laughs> that seems, yeah, this seems so stupid, but so good of like when they're they got everything reset in the compound, they called in the helicopter so they can escape. But they get surrounded by the Velociraptors, and who saves the day but a big old T-Rex. Like, it's this weird, like, deus ex machina kind of ending of, like, it comes in and eats all the Velociraptors. And, then, like, it literally is just one scene away from the T-Rex, like, looking at the the, the main stars and, like, winking at them. That's but, that like, whole it, movie it thing where, cool. like, like, how did nobody fucking <laughs> yeah, or hear see it. or hear that coming? But, you know, it's a movie. You can suspend your disbelief past that. He just snuck in. He's just, like, watching, like, man, this is pretty fucked up feel bad for these guys i guess i'll give him a little hand he's just got his little his little hands like that you know it's fun. if i make if i make a dramatic enough appearance they'll leave me alone forever <laughs> but uh after that they have enough time to like say a, a witty line each get in a jeep and then get in a freaking helicopter yeah and i'm kind of surprised there's nothing they don't like great movies get back on land and then there's a short scene which like if this movie were made today there would be a scene like that not necessarily to to line up a sequel, Maybe but also not necessarily good. not to line up a sequel. I just feel like I was just kind of surprised that it ends right there with them in the helicopter going away. I think that's the issue with a lot of movies, and like especially nowadays where everything's like two and a half hours plus. Is just like 
I feel like Spielberg and the writers like knew what they wanted to do. They got in, they got out, and they're like, okay, it's done. Like, what? What more do you want? Who gives a shit what happens to the characters? You just watch. Yeah, there's never plans for this to be a franchise. Yeah, but to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, imagine seeing this in 1993. And just you—you you could not just be like, I, "I oh, this was good." I don't ever want to see more cool practical effects CG dinosaurs. Like, that, yeah. no one would fucking say that. I, I understand wanting more, but I, I feel like the the beauty of the ending is it's just it it ends on a high note. You know, everyone well, not everyone. You know, those characters are okay and they're getting off the island. It doesn't yeah. really matter what happens next because they're fine. True. Oh man, shout Kevin in the background. <laughs> Oh. oh yeah, yeah then you have the yeah, second movie, <laughs> yeah, which is kind of like, yeah, kind of like uh, Jurassic Park, dark. the King Kong edition, because they bring the T Rex to. What'd you say it was San Diego? Yeah, they, yeah. there was a family mm. of T Rexes. Yeah. There was the mom, the dad, and there was the which little baby. Which isn't is yeah. interesting. And the baby one's cute. for some reason. He is very cute. It's. I mean, the sequel kind of falls apart right away, but like, uh, it. I don't know. It's not as. It's not the worst, but it's not, like, good. I feel like Jurassic Park 3 is fine. It's not bad. That, that's it's the one that brought back uh, Alan uh, Grant, I also right? got confused. With Sam Neill, yeah. Yeah, Alan, yeah Sam Neill. Um, and it's, it's pretty good. You also have William H. Macy. Um, it has a scene that I forgot that I got mixed up with this, is when he's driving back at the end of the film, he falls asleep and wakes up. And there, he well, it says his name. Rapper next to him, talking. <laughs> Alan. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, it says his name. Oh. I can't. I, I thought it was in this film, so I felt like a fucking idiot when I'm sitting next to Barbara. I'm like, oh, this is my favorite scene at the very end of the helicopter, and the movie just. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, could you imagine if they ended that movie with that? Oh yeah. my god. And then I felt like an idiot. I literally had to pull up a YouTube and then show her the clip of Jurassic Park three for that ending. <laughs> She's like, this is the ending of that movie, though. That's like in the beginning of the movie. Okay, you're right. And then we just had dinner. Yeah, it's when they're going back to the the island of Jurassic Park. They're going to. Oh. Actually, actually, no. They're going because the first movie took place on Isla Nublar. Um, Two and three take place on Sonar. Yeah, because they built multiple. My Jurassic Park lore. Yeah. Is is the character that um, uh, Chris Pratt plays like related to any of these characters or something in the new ones? No. I never looked it up. No. He's got a real chemistry with those Velociraptors. Like, like he's I feel like he really wants to fuck one of them at least. When I was watching the film, I mean, he is. Well, that's he, how he became the top dog. He is kind of like they took who who was the uh, game warden for Jurassic Park? Mongo. What was his name? Molden? Molden, yeah. Muldoon. Yeah, Muldoon, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's kind of like that it's... character, but Chris Pratt. Yeah, I could see that, but like, you know, like... Yeah, more, more Hollywood, Hollywood, more a bit more sexy. Yeah. But he was someone who, like, understands the the animals on a, another level, like as just an animal guy. For... For the reviews, since we're doing those movies that, aren't aren't worth it. Don't watch them; they're really stupid. Yeah, they are very yeah. stupid. They're stupid, but I still watched them, and I knew I went in knowing they'd be stupid. <laughs> they're stupid. They're stupid. I, I should I say this: they're stupid fun. Like they're yeah, like I just want, afternoon. Sometimes you just want to look at cool dinosaurs. Like that's 
that's that's that's all I want. I'm not expecting yeah, high art. Only the first Jurassic Park is like actually like good, but yeah, I'd agree we, with that. I have a problem with it because like, aren't they both? They're kind of like Deep Blue Sea meets Jurassic Park because they take like the dinosaurs and make them smarter for some reason. Yeah, they basically breed like a super dinosaur that's smarter and they give it bigger tits. I think that's what yeah. they do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really massive dinosaur dino tits. titties. <laughs> Just, like, it's like the sea. Mary. It's like a Mary Sue dinosaur because like it's part raptor, part T Rex, part. Carnotaurus, yeah. part Spinosaurus, with big tits and nice <laughs> thighs, and her it hair is luscious in the wind. It also loves it, gaming. It's just everything it's, you want to die, sir. It's, it's half T-Rex, half Raptor, <laughs> all bitch. <laughs> She's I, bad. Um, so I'd say since we should wrap it up and do a little review for this... Um, we, we're not doing our usual movie reviews, so I feel like we should do uh, something a little bit off it. So I want to say 10 out of 10 chicky nuggies that are shaped like dinosaurs. <laughs> I would give this film, I'm going to go with a straight up freaking 9 chicky nuggies shaped like a dinosaur out of 10. Um, because it's, I, I, I just think it's a perfect blockbuster film, kind of just like how spielberg did jaws it's just you go in you have a good time you don't need to think too hard but it's just legitimately good filmmaking and good pacing and decent enough characters and you could watch it like a million times and not get bored of it because this is probably like probably my fifth or sixth time watching this film at this point and still enjoying it just as much i would give this movie also nine chickens dinosaur shaped chicken nuggets out of t- out of ten uh i enjoyed it a lot i have to echo pretty much all of brandon's sentiments it's it's just a very well constructed film. Like a lot of people bring this up as like a good example of practical effects mixing well with CGI, and it's like I mean they do that because it's true. It's, yeah, it's just a very good looking film, and again, just super enjoyable. And it's got many good moments. It's got got a got a little something for everybody. Um, I'm gonna give this ten dinosaur shaped chicken Damn. nuggies out of ten, just because it's the total package. It's it's fast paced. It's it's uh, got fucking dinosaurs, and it has sexy, fine ass Jeff Goldblum, looking just like absolute <laughs> snack in this movie, and he's really funny. And like you know, it just has like a good, you know, variety of like dinosaurs and like cool shit they do, and you know, it's just just a good movie. It's. Uh, I think everyone should watch it. If, if you haven't, like, then you've seen less movies than I have. Am I the only one who hasn't gone <laughs> yet? It is. It is one of those movies that's almost like a Star Wars or another one where it's like if you haven't seen it, it's yeah. just kind of weird at this point. Yeah, and there's a lot of movies like that that yeah. I haven't seen, but I've definitely seen this one like a fuck ton of times. Like, like yeah. I hadn't seen it in like maybe ten years, and it's just like I remembered it like beat by beat. I'm like, oh, this happens, this happens, this happens. It wasn't like a single moment where like I don't remember this. No, it's like fucking engraved into my brain. Yeah, more or less what you guys said, but I'm gonna give it a uh, eight out of ten because yeah, it's a, a ubiquitous movie. And, like, it's an entertaining movie. Steven Spielberg knows how to make a well-crafted movie. But I also feel like blockbusters like this are, like, dated. Which, okay, it's 
over a 20-year-old movie, so of course it's fucking dated, but... Yeah, over 20 years old. Yeah. It's but I think, 30. I think and almost the fact that it is yeah. ubiquitous is why I get <laughs> yeah, such a low years. score, which, like, 8 out of 10 is still pretty good, but... I don't know. Like, I, it, it wasn't a chore to get through it. It's fine. It's just kind of like I would have liked, I guess, when I watch movies, especially now as an adult, yeah. I want more character. And this movie's fairly short on that. Mm. Like, really, like, the most you get is Alan's character's story arc with, like, he hates kids. Then he has to save two of them, and then he doesn't hate kids anymore. But, yeah, it's still a great movie. Everyone should see it at least once. It's probably, it's very easily one of the most important movies ever made. But, uh, yeah, 8 out of 10, that's my final say. I I definitely agree with that, because it's just, like, I don't know, I feel like it's just so timeless. And I'd I'd even say about it, like, how it's aged and it's almost 30 years. It's, like, it's its own movie in existence, where I feel like if you watch this 50 years from now, people would Well, yeah, as long as they never actually clone dinosaurs, this will be a timeless movie. Yeah. <laughs> Implying that we uh, yeah, have 50 they ever do years figure out how to do it, they'd be like, oh, that's not how the <laughs> dinosaurs we have also now look. To, uh, Barbara. <laughs> We're gonna be extinct. It's just like only like like Elon like Grimes' son engineering these while we're all dead in some fucking wage cage eating bugs we don't even get to enjoy the dinosaurs oh no no dinosaurs are gonna come back well that's that's the thing they're gonna clone us and then the, the tables are gonna be flipped oh shit. like bad boy be the one eating those velociraptor kids <laughs> but <if> all... <laughs> yeah makes you think yeah, fat boy. See, uh, that's why he was scared because he knew in a future boy, life he was going to get eaten. But after he gets cloned think, and reincarnated, you know, from like the National Enquirer. Do you think in the script that kid was just written as like shitty kid, like that was just his name? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah. This was a really good watch. I feel like our episodes are always better when we have a movie uh, that's like at least halfway decent to really good. Like, there's just more energy to share. I think we're on, even though the other one is a lost episode, I think we're on the hottest streak of uh, good movies in a row. We've had two now. Wow! I actually watched a couple episodes of Wishbone afterwards. Like, not that same Wishbone night, but, watch, but I won't... I, over time, I watched a few episodes. Yeah. I I don't... I, I love Wishbone, but I don't count that as a good movie. I enjoy that. I count that as a good experience. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Um, to get to the stupid game section, though, which, of course, is a time-honored tradition. Stupid games. I, uh, I wanted to have some fun in starting off with, uh, who the fuck is Ron Canada, just because that's the easiest one to do while we're still in quarantine. I'm still trying to figure out how we can do a calling Aaron Klopfer on this. Maybe it's just going to be getting him on the Skype call, or how Yeah, we can just get him in on the, on the Discord. That's true. Um. Which might be harder to figure out, but he's doing well. All the listeners at home, Aaron Klopfer is still well and making a lot of cum jokes, so he's he's in his place. Bless. Oh, you can't? Can it's you guys hear I can hear him. I can hear. Okay. Hey, guys, can you hear me now, Verizon guy? <laughs> okay. I made that joke 20 times earlier where Martin could just hear it at the beginning. Of the he's the sprint guy now, isn't he? You know, makes, just, makes, makes me smile every time. Yeah. <laughs> My jokes are kind of like... Yeah, I think we, so. We talked about that a little bit too. My jokes are basically like a PTSD for anyone that's been too long. Um, 
Anyways, for the who the fuck is Ron Canada? Um, Nico, for uh, reference, Ron Canada is a working actor who has had like over 300 roles. We came to love him from Honey, I Blew Up the Kid and then found out he's in basically every movie, including The Judge and Ted 2. Um, but he's done some real stinkers and some real shitty ones. I found a show he was in in 2013 that had the most generic title ever. Um, and then the stupidest sounding film or series I think ever too. Um, but I want you to guess the title of what he was in in 2013 and what the show was. Was the title either Life Taker, Life Saver, or Life Tracker? It's got. It's got to be. Yeah, Life, life Tracker. tracker. Track I, I agree 100. Death that's my guess. by their DNA. What the. F- it's, it's. I'll just just to be a dissenting opinion. I'm gonna say Life Savers because <laughs> they're a good candy. Well, you guys figured it out because I didn't write a good one, but I did it ahead of time at least this time. It is Life Tracker, but hey, what do I hey. win? Uh, you win our respect and admiration. But I'm always amazed when looking through like I'm to be for the history of television and movies. Like how many things just I don't know. Me, not... Nobody ever watched that probably had millions of dollars. It's not as weird as those like magical Again. realism Again, shows I don't from like the late sixties and early seventies, <laughs> yeah. like My Mom the Car. What the hell is that all about? Jerry Van Dyke's mom dies and she becomes his car. <laughs> right. And then the only yeah, way he can bring her back to life is by fucking the car. It was a weird show. Happens. Um, <laughs> it could happen. Um, that's about it for stupid games I want to do since we're running a little bit long. Unless you guys had any others you wanted to throw into the ring. Um, fuck, Mary kill. Um, Jeff Ooh, Goldblum like in Jurassic Park, Laura Dern in Jurassic Park, um, and fucked. Uh, what's his name? Um, Sam Neill's character. Oh, this is hard. It too easy. Okay, this I'm gonna marry Sam Neill, fuck Laura Dern, and kill Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, uh, I I understand oh, that's no. probably no. the dissenting wow. opinion, no. but right. I did I, think I, he was kind of. A- Probably a little bit of that you're too, con- but it's also you're just like he did. There were moments yeah. where like this fucking guy's re- kind of fucking creepy. He is creepy, but like it's like I feel like he gives off the energy of a creepy dude that you least know will be like a good lay, but also yes, not, not creepy enough to be like abusive or bad, but just annoying over text. He's like he's he's like the sleazy kind of I mean, like I, I get creepy that. where you're into. I get it. that. That's why I'm super gay for James Spader. Like yeah, I feel like he's got that like '90s confidence. Guts. But Jeff Goldblum, I don't feel the same way about. Yeah. See. Okay. This. This is now. This oh, is more totally confusing do. to me now that if you would feel that way about James Spader, but not Jeff Goldblum. I mean, fair enough, but James Spader is a lot hotter. Sorry, Nico. <laughs> um, I do not agree. It's that he is truly a Jewish king. Like, yeah. <laughs> truly. So I, for... kept, I, I kept looking for the crown he dropped this whole film. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, I'm going to be, you're not going to, so kill Sam Neill's character. I'll fuck Laura Dern, and then I'll marry Jeff Goldblum's character, because then you can have sex with him more than once. I've always had a problem with this game See, because of that. it's called like, tactical I feel thinking, like you don't get you know? to have sex. You know? Like, Okay, you, know? you, can, you can have sex with the person you marry, but you can't yeah. fuck them. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, I guess it's Is that it true? Is... is that is that is that is that the rules of the game because then I'll just marry Laura Dern. Like if yeah. you if you can't have sex with your spouse then fine, you know. Whichever one allows me to hold hands with Jeff Goldblum more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say 
kill Samuel, of course. Sorry, Samuel. All right, Peter, real one. Um, I'm gonna go with. Jeez, this is hard. I, it does feel like it's it's fuck Jeff Goldblum because he is sexy, but I think he would get really annoying after a while. And then marry Laura Dern for both being a great actress and also just seem like a good person all around, both outside of acting and the character she plays. So hey, that's what I'm going with. I uh, I'm I'm agreeing with Brandon. I, I I have a crush on Laura Dern from like far outside of this. So uh, any <laughs> any opportunity I get to build a relationship there, very into it. Yeah. And then, like, once again, I feel like it would be a good fuck session with Jeff Goldblum. You both would enjoy it. And you'd be like, you know what? I got other things to do. I got an Apartments.com commercial to film. I, I got a gits, so. I want him to put on his collector outfit. I want him to collect something from Oh, him. I forgot that, too. That's such a fucking great role, too. Yeah. I, I, I don't want people thinking I picked Sam Neill to marry just because I wanted to kill Jeff Goldblum. That's not why I did it. I feel like he would be a better husband. I feel like he... I, if, I feel like he'd be a good provider, and like he's he's sensible. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. <laughs> yeah, time true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think we should start kind of uh, wrapping it up. You know, get to the usual recommendations and plugs. I um I wanted to start off the recommendations right away because the same time this was all going down and we watched this, I found I think what might be one of the funnier Twitter accounts in a while, which is Jurassic Park updates. <laughs> yes, I saw that today. <laughs> so on Twitter, you should follow them. It's at Jurassic Park to go to being the number. Um, but basically, you will get tweets like this, which is if we catch you rubbing peanut butter on your crotch, so a dinosaur will suck you off, you will be banned from the park immediately. <laughs> <laughs> there is one I saw actually from that account. It's like due to backlash from several organizations, we will no longer be trying to engineer a dinosaur with magnificent breasts. <laughs> <laughs> It is a little, it, it's a little gym you can follow, but literally all of the tweets they put out are really, really good. Just simple, easy, funny ones. Like, they just have one that says, we also have a Yoda. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's good. Follow it. Um, that's all I'll really recommend. I, I need, I can keep it simple this time. Okay. Um, so, I recently read the Junji Ito um, adaptation of No Longer Human by Usama Desai. Didn't read the oh, original yeah. book, but I like Junji Ito, and a friend mm. recommended it to me. So I read it, and I read it in one setting. It was very good. It was very relatable. <laughs> if it's relatable to you, I'm very sorry, but it's it's very cathartic. It's very good, and it's very well drawn. My so, friend actually recently sent me a couple of Junji Ito books. One of them is that uh, diary about having cats. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That one's Cat diary's great. One. Yeah, but he still, like, draws it like he would draw a horror manga. Or, like... Yeah. 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 Which makes it so good. Yeah. yeah. I, ooh, I love the way he draws his wife in that. Yeah. I'd so. say... I'd say as Podzuki goes, we're definitely going to stand for a Junji Ito. He's come up a few times, and he's always... Oh, yeah. yeah. Are they still mm-hmm. making it that... Makes me... Oh, sorry. That was fine. Um, are they still making that uh, Adult Swim show? They are. Yeah. They're still making the Uzumaki miniseries. I'm, I hope it's good. Uh, so I'm cautiously optimistic about that. Because mm-hmm. the Junji Ito collection was dog shit. It looked like shit. Yep. But but mm-hmm. he handpicked this director. I forget his name. Um, but he did the Akunohana anime adaptation. And um, I really liked how they did this weird rotoscoping thing for that. Um, and it's not really been done in that same way. And that was like 2013. So like this guy is, has like you can just do all that weird shit with Uzumaki. And I think that kind of would work with that. Fingers crossed it doesn't suck because 
um, that Fooly Cooly remake that Adult Swim paid for was just an abo- was yeah. just an abortion. They well, should feel bad. They were, they were trying. They originally said they were going to get the original creative team, but then nobody want, wanted to do it. Yeah, then they just got it's like, whoever. They just got like the pillows to do like shitty covers of of like already yeah. good songs. Like, like what the fuck? <laughs> like, were those covers that they were doing? They weren't original they were, like, pillow re- songs. Re- re- that they were like. Not covers is the word. I mean, like they were their own songs that they just, yeah, it was re-recorded. Yeah. Well, and I mean, they just sound bad. <laughs> like, well, it's the same reason why like all the original creative team refused to do it because it was like cash grab. Fifteen or twenty years was it? Fifteen years later when they made um, it, or was it almost it was, twenty? Because the original anime came out like two thousand, two thousand one, right? Yeah, two thousand, yeah. two thousand. So, so it was, it was like close maybe, to twenty years, like sixteen years. Yeah, yeah. They 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 thought they were gonna have um. Like a die buster to their gun buster situation, it was not the fucking case, not yeah. at all. <laughs> I did like uh, also die buster's great. The third season so, I thought was a little yeah. bit better than the fir- the second season. I didn't even watch this, the third season because the second season was just 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 I wanted to punch my computer screen. Like oh. it was only six episodes and it felt like I, it like took like twenty hours to watch. It was just terrible well if you ever like feel like giving a second chance the third season is a little bit better it feels more like fully coolie um maybe if i was paid like 10 wait i'm trying to do the math i'm trying to think of what's minimum wage um so like that's like 10 an hour here so that's like two and a half hours and like just say like oh, 30 minimum wages i think minimum wage is 14 here now 14 oh shit so let's do some math um <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do some math folks um 14 times three 2.5 yeah Oof. yeah 14 so times 20, it's like it's like 30 bucks 35 so let's just say 40 bucks if someone pays me 40 bucks i'll watch it well, hey, I'm not going to pay you done. that. So. Hey, hey, zookeeper, send 40 bucks to Nico and yeah. watch it. Yeah, and I'll tell you exactly if I like it or not. I probably won't, but like, if you want to give me money, it's totally cool. Yeah, probably not. I, I was kind of the same way, but like, I was also like, I was super gay for the original Fooly Cooly series. So like, oh, I me was too. Very, yeah. yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's still a classic. It, 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 yeah. it, it was like my Twilight, I guess, like like the book Twilight. like. <laughs> The way I felt about that it is anime. Twilight for boys. Yeah, it, it's Twilight for boys. That is a Podzuki guarantee. Yeah, I mean, there's like two copies of the Blu-ray in my house right now. Like, yeah, just, uh, I, I have you know, the I have the original uh, releases, like the three DVDs. Oh like shit! The Shot Factory Old ones. School. Yeah, yeah, oh. that's that's a new T-shirt right there too. By the way, Fully Cooley's Twilight for boys. <laughs> I uh, I do want to say fuck you, Cartoon Network, for giving them that money when you could actually have just done a third season of the Big O, which we all oh yeah no, but the the second season was so much worse than the first. Second season was slightly worse, but not terrible. But also ended on such a stupid cliffhanger. I want a third season, even if it's bad. So I never watched the Big O, honestly, but. I know. I'm it's, actually I know watching be, it for the first time right now. So it's, I know it's, it's supposed worth, to basically be Batman. Checking out. Yeah, it's basically Batman if he has a mech, which is why it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I will say this: the second season still is good, in my opinion. It just ends on a cliffhanger, and it's not as good as the first, but it's still good. I I respect Brandon's opinions, and I think there are good things in the second season. Like they they do a lot of cool new environments and cool new ideas. But overall, I do not think it is good. Well, you know what? If we're let's keep this anime train going, I'll recommend uh, Trigun 
I think they re- yeah. they recently Stop. added it to Still Hulu. Oh, they oh, did. Yeah, oh, yeah it's on Hulu yeah. now. Like that's uh, I believe they have the dub, not just the sub, but I'm not positive. Yeah, I want to say this real quick. People in our specific age group were lied to the most by anime because we were all introduced to things like Cowboy Bebop and Trigun. And then we're like, okay, all anime is going to be this good. Cool. <laughs> and then we go and we watch other animes. It's like, oh, no, it's mostly all shit. And we won't find better animes like this for many years. Mm. There's there's some, there's you got to dig, but there's some good stuff. But, like, those ones are just, like, so universally, like, you could just pop it in and just, like, marathon it. Mm. Like, they yeah. picked, like, very good stuff to, like, get you into it. Well, and then it just, you go deeper into the degeneracy hole that is, like, watching anime and reading manga. Well, that's what I love about just... them. They're anime that end. They have an end point. Yeah. They're not, like, where, like, so many animes. There's, like, I think the Dragon Ball is still going on, technically. And yeah. I think, uh, what was another big Hunter one? Hunter x Hunter is a good uh, example of that. Yeah, yeah, One Piece. Hunter Hunter is still yeah. on. One piece is a good example. Yeah, and you mean hiatus x hiatus? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> damn, dude. Um, yeah, there's good ones nowadays, too, of course, but I'm just saying to start off on those animes and just be like, oh, damn. Well, that's that's the thing. Anim- anime is, is very important to someone growing up because, you know, if, if you're not at least a little embarrassed by some of what you like, then, then what's even the point? Because if everything was, like, awesome and well-loved, like Cowboy Bebop, you're not going to have the really obscure, weird stuff that you're going to fall in love with but also can't share with anyone. You mean Outlaw Star, basically? No, Outlaw Star. Or, that was on Tsunami. That, it wasn't. That's, that's Firefly yeah. before Firefly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, Outlaw Star. Star had more titties, though. Like that was like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why it's better. Yeah. <laughs> but it is yeah, something like, I get what he's saying. Like, okay, yeah, being a little like, this makes me feel a certain way. So, like, even though like it's not like it's not porn or anything, but like. Maybe I shouldn't let my no parent my parents know I watch it. <laughs> yeah, I would say maybe the one for me that was embarrassing to watch was maybe like Vandred, just because it was just pure fan service. But yeah. oh yeah, that's that's the the one I could think back at that time frame in my life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think for plugs, this is another section we can just skip because it's still here's my plug: wear a fucking mask, you idiot. Um, that's yeah. it. <laughs> that's that's a good plug. Yeah, yeah, please, please wear a mask. I'm not able to see Ballhouse because you fucking assholes won't wear a mask. Oh, God, that sucks. I remember you mentioning that, like, earlier in the year, too. I was so excited. I I, I talked about anime, but I did have something I wanted to recommend. Oh, shit. uh, Yeah, I I think I skipped. I I, I recently got to Deadly Premonition Origin, and I like Deadly Premonition a lot. It's just, it basically Twin Peaks the video game with a lot of liberties taken so Sweary doesn't get sued. (laughs) It's, and it's just, it's. It's, it's basically B-movie the game, because there's, there's talent and there's effort behind it, but there's also just a lot of stuff that's like, okay, this was this was kind of done bad on purpose. Yeah. It's and that's, good that's, not me, that's, that's not me making excuses for the technical faults, because there are those there, but mm-hmm. there, there are times where it's a very funny joke. Yeah. Anyway, um, recommend that. Sorry. For plugs, yeah, it's still we're still in COVID-19 times. We have 3 million cases in the U.S. right now, so just wear a fucking mask so we can hopefully have a Halloween still. Prefer- preferably oh, don't go man. outside at all, but... Yeah. <laughs> yes. At least let us have a Halloween by 2021. That's all we're asking for you before we do No, Halloween has, to, Halloween has to happen this year. It's on a Saturday, and it's a full moon. Yeah, that's, like, so goth. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Man, I, I might have to risk my health for the Halloween this year. We'll see what happens. I know. It's like my season. 
Yeah. Listen, this is our people's season. That's what the note I'm going to leave on. But uh, I think we should we should go out on our usual catchphrase, which is always frightening to do. Yeah. You guys ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready. What right. is it? Well, Three, uh, two, two, one. one. You're, you're going like to like the way I, I fuck. fuck. I, guarantee I guarantee it. I couldn't remember if it was you or I. Because <laughs> yeah. in the commercial, the commercial is like, you're going to like the way you look, not the way I well, look. Would it yeah. make more sense if we said, you're going to like the way you fuck, we guarantee or I guarantee? Uh, we guarantee because it's 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 the royal we. Yeah, yeah we haven't talked about this yet. It's also three of us talking out. at the same time, so yeah, yeah, because it's so we're the three heads of of the mock King Ghidorah. You know, it's the royal we. It makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> more like royal we we. Okay, end on that. We regret that you have not yet complied with our order. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. The words get stuck in my throat. <laughs> 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 <laughs>